0: go we've got a big show today we have our last day of giving away pink tickets Mm -hmm. to her concert october 18th tickets went on sale this morning um if you want to get those those will go fast Yeah, yeah um it's friday october 18th at the x you can check that out but we'll be giving those away later in the day we have um ellie sitting in for grant today we have um steph hansen her mama Coming in, who I called is your sister coming in? Yeah, at three
1: <laughs> three thirty today. Ellie, did we go to Pink together? Yeah, we did. Actually, was that your first concert or your um, first cool concert? Actually, I think my proper
2: first uh, Conc- concert was seeing uh, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings at the State Fair. Oh, oh of
0: that that was close to it. And um, you brought me and my best friend. It was it was my first like major pop show. Yeah, it was at the XL. Very very. Yeah, Stephanie cool. called
1: and she's like, "Would you bring Ellie?" She doesn't really want to go with me. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know. Funny? Like in ninth grade or eighth grade? Or? Yeah, I was in so middle school. Middle school. I'm pretty sure. Like Not even in high school. It yet. was so exciting going. Oh. You know. And Every time she performs is exciting. And yeah. going with, as a young. I and mean, I, Ali, I remember that. that. That might have been my first time seeing Pink, too. Well, and that was the tour where she first started getting into her trapeze. Oh, we, okay. saw we saw her before that. We did.
0: Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, but yeah. The,
1: that was her first Cirque du Soleil and doing, you know, really what just is th- oh. always incredible to see somebody sing and spin being and upside twirl. down and spinning. It's amazing. And, yeah. You know, at Target Field, she did a one-armed push-up. She's amazing while singing. uh, Yeah. (laughs)
0: She's something. I don't think we could do that. I don't think it's going to happen. I I, was
1: in awe of her muscles.
0: She's fit, Laurie. She is a
1: fit woman,
0: and she works out a lot. And Mm -hmm. I just love her. She's a great person.
1: Her career has gone on for such a long time. It really is so cross-generational.
0: I remember seeing her at, um, what was that, Covered Street downtown Vegas? Oh, at uh, Fremont. Yeah, Pink is down the street performing. Mm-hmm. What's Pink? Yeah, what's yeah. Pink? What's Pink? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what Pink is. Um, for those of you who are following along at home, mm-hmm. the Academy shut down the voting last night at 11.59, mm-hmm. so you no longer can vote, so I'm sure you're devastated. But next week, from 8 to 9 on uh, Jason Alexis' Alexa's show, uh, Holly and Rocco and Brittany are going to host us all kind of talking about the different the categories. The results will be revealed. The results will be revealed, I think, right at the end after we talk about it, or maybe before.
1: Who knows? I don't know how they w- the Academy plans on building up suspense. They can't just rely on their reliable housewives over here. lo Lori. We've done enough. And
0: this is just <laughs> alluding to the fact that we got eliminated from a category because... The category. They... Uh,
1: Barbie better win. I well, mean, we'll see.
0: I think so. I, I, I don't know so. how it does. And you win. know, Barbie is going to be re, is re, being released into theaters this weekend. Good. Yeah. So people want to see that. That in the big theater, it's out. But just, I came in here and I played a little of, my friend Flicka Barbara Streisand. And
1: um, yeah, yesterday you told me you only had ten hours. I left he, and I was. Surprised because you said you were only on Prince of Tides, and I thought I, that I didn't even seem... get to Prince of Tides. We
0: talked about Prince of Tides. Oh, all right. I'm in the John Peters. Relationship. Yeah, so you're only in like this I'm 1978. Only... Ellie, I have 20 hours and 19 minutes left. She's
1: been listening to this book since this November. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's been November. It's been November. I it. And today I couldn't do more than a minute because she's just too. Julia, do you think this is impacting her book sales? Oh, 100%. I was out with my friend Susan. She says, oh, the sales are not going. No, people don't. That's like war and peace. I mean, that's that's like reading a dictionary. That's too A thousand-page book, basically, is too much. It's
1: not comfortable to hold it. It isn't,
0: unless you get it on your Kindle. And listening to it, even, John Bream wrote in his article today. Oh, Six um, Cool Things of Music? Yes, and one of them is our Rocco... Um, for Rock O'Clock on, um, what day is that on Mondays, Mondays on Steve and Donna's show at 1130. He does, um, short edited clips of songs and
1: challenges. Maybe we'll get picked one time for our new music Friday with Rocko. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But, um,
0: John Bream he said he. After 48 hours spread over 11 days, he's very much more devoted than I am oh, um, to the deta- detailed audiobook memoir, John brings said. He writes that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't help but seek out concert footage and other short videos on YouTube to be able to watch some of the events described in the book, especially the concert from 1967 a happening at Central Park, filled my barber quotient. I still plan a movie marathon starting with Funny Girl. I mean, her movies were good. Yeah. And so I still would like to do that, but it does it's make you hear it. a long time yes, because, because you've had it for
1: like fifty days. Sorry. Fifty days, maybe sixty days. And John listened to it in eleven days. It's his job. He was well, It's and, his job. He's a music critic. Yeah. He, mu- but yeah. that's really powering through because I think Bradley's had it as long as you have oh, yeah. and he's not done listening. I'm
0: ahead of him. It's it's a slow Detailed. But it's good at the same time, and I may really enjoy some of the rich details. But, but it's she's annoying you for the first time in your life. I can't even say that out loud. Okay, fine. All right, let's you. talk <laughs> about the exciting news. Who was in Hibbing, Minnesota yesterday? Timothée Charlemagne. You're kidding. No. no. Why? This because. is
1: because Timothée Charlemagne is doing research because they are starting to prep. Um, the Bob Dylan movie that James Mangold is uh, directing James Mangold of course famously did walk the line of course an incredible biopic Johnny Cash and uh, Timothee uh, and yesterday the casting news Benedict Cumberbatch um, and the name of the Bob Dylan movie is A Complete Unknown okay and Timothee Chalamet is playing playing Bob Dylan and he's going to sing and play him Al Fanning will play his, like, early 60s love interest, a university student. Mm. Edward Norton will play Pete Seeger. Oh, cool. Who okay. Dylan meets. But Timothy was at the Stop by Hibbing High School during a rehearsal of the drama department's production called The Girl in the White Pinafore. And they didn't even know he was in it. And then they brought the lights up. Timothy Timothy Chalamet. Can you imagine? Yeah, kids in the high
0: school. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and and you know how it is. It's it's not like the theater group is huge. Sure. So there were like thirty kids, and they and then he talked theater with them for like forty five minutes. Did a group photo, answered people's questions because all of them just love acting and the the acting uh, the drama. is it drama coach? The or drama what? department coach? Yeah, sure, the sure. lady. Director. The director. <laughs> thank thank you. you. The director. <laughs> Megan Reynolds said after he left, the cast held one final dress rehearsal, and it was the best um, performance the students had ever performed. They were so jazzed about asking Timothy about acting, and he was there to get a feel for Hibbing.
0: I just, and, I think it's great. And then and he went Dylan. to Duluth.
1: Uh, yeah, and Dylan actually, you know, performed on that same stage. It's the same school. It's the same auditorium, the so same brick cool. building. And then he went to the Duluth Coffee Company, and he had a black drip coffee and a breakfast sandwich.
0: I just, I I absolutely love this.
1: So, and you can see how well Timothy will be, because Bob Dylan, I know it's hard to believe, but he was beautiful. Oh, beautiful. He was a handsome guy, and he had that Very, curly hair. Yes. Gorgeous. And then he was sexy in his scruffy 70s mm-hmm. thing, wearing the suede and the hats and the feathers. I always like that. <laughs> I always like some buckskin. A little buckskin with a good old roach clip. Yeah, but I, I just love that. that look. That's a great look. And facial hair. So, oh, yeah. This so is, he's doing, he actually went to hitting... I, to go and do research. Would have been dying. I Wouldn't you have just died? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That I'm glad t- he went
0: to Duluth. That feels like such an important spot for like Minnesota
1: yeah. musicians. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he was born, you know, in Duluth. He was born mm-hmm. at the hospital, at St. Mary's, I believe. There we go. Yeah. So there is your
0: Timothée Chalamet. Timothee, and so he's not with
1: <laughs> Kylie in
0: Paris. He's doing
1: he his research. They're getting ready to start filming. Um, but you I said such a,
0: you said such a funny line and I don't know if you saw these pictures Ellie or if other people have but Kim Kardashian, Kylie Kardashian and Chris Jenner and mama Kardashian are all in Paris at a fashion show mm-hmm. and you have to see the picture of mama uh, Chris Jenner, because what did you scream when you saw the picture? I said,
1: why is she dressing like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis? <laughs> you have And the you, other two look, Kylie and Kim look like mob wives yeah, but you from got, The Sopranos. But she
0: totally looks like Jimmy Jam and Terry the Lewis. The big oversized coat, the, the thick glasses, boots. the hair. It's, I mean, you got to see the picture because it's so classic. And I'm like, yes, she does. And then I, the other two look like mob wives. Yeah, they pretty much yeah. do. It's funny. Alright, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back with Stories We Can't. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is Friday. yay! Friday. Pink tickets later today on our show if you finish the line. So hang out with us. Um, okay, so we've been talking all week about the new Feud Anthology. And this year it is um, Truman Capote and his Swans. Versus the Swans. Versus the Swans. Mm-hmm. Coming out on FX, the date of the release is...
1: January 31st. Still
0: a week away. But yep. GMA went all in and literally had... Two people on every day that are in the cast. And so
1: every day. And today, the sole person that was left, although the other people are going around because Naomi Watts was on Kelly. Live with Kelly today. They're working the press a week in advance. Yeah, they really are. Well, they have yep. such big names. I have not seen Demi Moore do any. No, uh, but I think next week okay. they're going to trot. Oh, her I like out that. Last. And but probably Molly's-
0: Ryan Murphy will be with her or something. Man, yeah, they I don't, don't even
1: need. Yeah. We don't need to hear from the guy who created the show. We just really we don't. We don't
0: need to hear from the artist.
1: Yeah, no, you don't. It's it's Demi Moore would be a big
0: yet. Yeah, yeah. next
1: week. But Molly Ringwald, uh, she was on Jimmy Fallon last night, and then she was on Good Morning America, and. Yesterday, George asked if... Um, because, you know, you think the cast... Chloe Zivigny, Zivign- Molly Ringwald, Demi Moore, Naomi Watts... I mean, people assume that... Cart. Yeah, but people assume, like, Molly and Demi knew each other because they're both Brat Packers. Right. They, they just met at a party a couple of times. They'd never worked together. Okay. And so they were all kind of, like, in awe of each other for different reasons, but Chloe said that she because she's acted for a long time, she's never fanned out as hard as she did about Molly Ringwald because really? she was a fan of The Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink. Pink, 16 Candles. Yeah. She just couldn't believe it because Molly Ringwald is 55 and Chloe is like in her 40s. So okay, she. I think George says, and this might be in the audio, if you could ask Molly anything because you didn't ask her, I guess she didn't ask her all the questions she wanted to ask okay. her. This is what Molly would have asked her or chloe chloe i mean as i said we've had the cast here all week long chloe Seveny was here yesterday she's a big fan
3: of yours and she wanted she had a question for you
2: i would ask her if she could reimagine her pretty in pink prom dress how would she design it (laughs) That's a really good question Chloe. Um, Pretty much anything but what I wore. (laughs) Anything would have been better. No actually Marilyn Vance did this you know dress the the very 80s you know which was like sort of an inverted triangle. Mm -hmm. It was not what I had imagined uh, and I was not very happy with it and I really did want to change it but now that I look back on it it was very much of its time. I think uh, you know, whatever I would choose now, it it wouldn't have been as good for the movie. That was just so distinctive. And also, you know, if you can look good in that dress, you can pretty much <laughs> look good in anything. So.
1: Before you, as it's true. I said, and of course, you know, as Andy, she would wear the opposite of the poofy dresses that everybody else was she wearing was in an the eighties. Yeah, was off. She and was, she made it. She do the Right, right. I, so I really liked her answer. I mean, did you like it, Ellie? Did you? Think the original like, pretty in pink dress. Yeah, just even her explanation. It w- really it did fit her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense for the character. But no, I didn't. No. I didn't like the dress. No, no, no. no. There was, and, and all of us had that. I remember distinctly wearing an inverted calendar dress with puff sleeves, and just oh, sure. wanting to burn the right photo everywhere. of it yeah. uh-huh, after mm-hmm. I said. I think the puff sleeves are cute. Yes. Go ahead and wear them. Wear them if you're not broad shoulders. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we've got broad shoulders. We've been told never. Yeah, puff shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, Our
0: silhouette analysis
1: told us that. They belong (laughs) on mob wives and five year olds. Yeah, and people without shoulders. (laughs) You know who they are. You know who they are. So, here, um, this is from the Tonight Show. And uh, Jimmy, of course, was fanning out about Feud versus the Swans. Showed a clip of her welcoming Truman Capote to her. Malibu home because she plays Joanne Carson, who's now the divorced Johnny, divorced from Johnny Carson yeah. and living in what they used to share their Malibu home, and it really seems like it's she is one of the juiciest parts Molly Ringwald's character because some of the other ladies we're only going to see in. Maybe like a couple of them. Couple okay, episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. because so of Molly, the character. R-
0: Molly Ringwald is we'll in, it. Be in the whole episode. Okay, love it. Love it. OK, her okay. character.
1: But he wants to talk to her about um, uh, any behind the scene details that she could share from the famous detention dance scene that's in Breakfast Club. Ellie posted it for us because it really is so Who's great in
0: there. See Michael Hall.
1: All of them. Amelia no, okay. Estevez. Oh, Judd Nelson, Allie Sheedy. <laughs> Sheedy. But they're all dancing, but like how this came about. Because remember, I think this, by the time she does The Breakfast Club, it's her third movie, maybe, with John Hughes.
3: The Breakfast Club. When you guys all got together, uh, he—you had a two-week rehearsal period or something?
2: Yeah, it was something crazy. It may even have been longer than two weeks. But um, I, he offered me and Anthony Michael Hall, who's uh, plays. Oh, he's amazing. Brian, yeah, of uh, yeah. amazing, amazing actor. He—he yeah. he offered us the Breakfast Club at the end of Sixteen Candles, and I read it immediately, wanted to do it. But by the time that it actually filmed, it had changed a lot, uh, and. John was a really fast writer. He was not as great with rewrites, so he was trying to please everyone, trying to please the studio and just kind of adding stuff. There was a naked teacher in there at one point, swimming, and you know um, <laughs> and, uh, and he said, "Are you excited about doing this?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm excited, but it's really different than it was you know, when I agreed to do it. And he said, "Really?" And the next day he brought in a stack I'm not kidding, like this high," and had all of us just sit there and kind of thumb through it and, and say." Oh, what about that part? That's amazing! And back in,
3: we're like, oh, I like, like this monologue. Yeah. Why do not we put this? Yeah, back in? we
2: don't like this part. Take this out. <laughs> really? Yeah. And he was really collaborative, and and uh, you know, we would all. They were so well written that we would always just kind of do it as written, and then he would say, not just do what you want, um, so and then good. yeah.
3: And the, the the famous dance scene uh, when you oh yeah when you do this do do you know. Yeah, do you know what you're going to do when you do it?
2: Well, originally that character, my character of Claire, uh, who was originally called Kathy, um, I changed her to Claire because I thought that was fancier. Um, Sorry to Claire. Good job. Yeah, yeah. sorry to Kathy, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And, yeah, she was supposed to be a really great modern dancer, and so there was a big scene where I was supposed to, I don't know, become like Martha Graham and impress everyone with my skills, but I was a... I was not a great dancer. I don't think I've ever been a great dancer. Um, So, yeah. So then he said, okay, well, let's just have everyone dance. And so
1: that's that's how it happened. Very cute. Sorry about that, Ellie. Very cute. I know we ran a little late. Oh, you're just fine. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Now, Anne, we've heard that January has one of the highest rates for divorce filings than any other month of the year. And I'm wondering, is this because of the holidays, because of the new year starting? What's the deal?
3: I think it really is affected by the holidays. I think a lot of people who are at a difficult point in
1: their life try to maintain status quo for the sake of the children and the family during the holidays. They get through it, and they kind of say, this is kind of my last straw. I need to move on. And again, you have your New Year's resolutions. And it's the idea that now, I. I can make those changes I need to and make a fresh start in my life
0: and if some of our people listening are thinking about divorce what should their next steps be
3: well, I really encourage
1: people to start educating themselves
3: start really gathering information and knowledge of their financial circumstances a lot of people rely on the spouse to take care of it start educating yourself on that to
1: be prepared it'll also be more cost effective during the divorce proceeding call Tressler Law for your free one-hour divorce consultation find them online at tresslerlaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce Oh my gosh, welcome back everybody.
0: Steph Hansen is here from the Weekly Dish from the new television show Taste Buds on Fox Nine Plus and um, and from being um our friend for forever. Forever. forever you you never Who discovered me. Oh god. And you discovered us. I think it's I kind maybe did. Yeah, you it's told, come full circle, right? You told us there was an opening. They're doing a women's show. We should apply. We mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. We. T- I told you there was an opening here. You came. You applied. You. did. We did. did. Yeah.
3: Uh, Jason, I was on this station. I got demoted. Jason got the job, yeah. but then Jason brought me into Fox. Yeah. yeah. So it's really come full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And your cooking walking.
1: thing
0: is so perfect for you. Yeah, it is.
3: It is. It's taken me a long time to kind of find my lane. And I was always self-conscious because I'm not a professional chef. But I feel like I have found my lane, and it's super fun. Yeah. It's super it's fun. It's a lane
1: that a lot of people would like to be in, but they would rather have you be in it and explain <laughs> yes. it to them. <laughs> yeah, You do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work, Like too. last week, watching work. the Chiefs game, and I see your easy beer cheese or yes. that, whatever that thing beer you made it was beer. Good. and i mean it was like all done in a minute and i was transfixed by the it didn't seem like an ad
3: i try to do things for those taste bud cut-ins for the game day that are easy that you can do at home we have oh, one yeah. coming up this sunday yes where you know detroit I'm rooting the for Detroit. Game, the
0: taylor game yes
3: yes I'm rooting for Detroit, and so I made a Detroit like style pizza because that's a thing in Detroit. Yes, it is. They have special pans. Yes. It has the cheese robe around the edge. Yeah. So I figured out a way to make it easy at home, even if because you use a frozen like. Uh, frozen uh, now you're bread talking, dough, frozen dough, bread dough bread roll. Dough. This yeah. is the
1: kind of lane I yes. want to be in. It's easy. In. <laughs> it's easy. I don't want to make the dough.
3: Yeah, no. And this, a lot of people don't. Yeah. And there is a good way to make pizza dough, but that's another show for another time. This is easy. You just yes. throw these rolls out in a pan overnight. They puff up. You push them down like focaccia, put cheese, bread, sauce. The recipe's on my site, stephaniesdish.com, but oh. they're going to air it this weekend.
0: So and we fun. did it on
3: Jason's show today, too.
0: So fun. Yeah, super fun. So fun. All right, so... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Your ankle is fine because when we saw oh, that. I had on, a pickleball
1: injury. We, I'm we, one of those classic. We saw it
0: on Instagram and I just couldn't even believe how big it I'm was. I'm a cliched middle ager.
1: This is what <laughs> uh, the big worry was at uh, the pickleball tournament that someone yeah, would get Yeah, someone this. would get hurt. And uh, like I am careful, but
3: somehow I didn't. I decided to step on the ball instead yeah, of return it. Can it can happen. And this is the. Here's problem. what happens
0: you get so excited about where it's going to go that you don't look at the ball, you look at where it's going to go.
3: I am forcing myself too to not play.
0: Because you have to
3: get better. I know, but
0: I'm desperate.
3: Oh, I understand. So I am not gonna play until the end of February at the earliest. I've made a pact with my guy. who's helping me get healed. Yeah.
0: The ankle's not
1: to be. No, laid, it correct. is
0: apparently. Okay, one of enough the... for the
1: ankle talk, girls. I'm sorry. We've I got just it. want to tell you one more thing. Oh boy, I oh,
0: know. What? It's just about pickleball. no, no more pickleball talk. You're That's the, the
3: championship of pickleball winners. How can you not want to relish she your moment? You can't do, do it.
0: You can't do it. Someone send us a new sport though on the Insta that we'll talk about later. Padale? It involves bouncing, hacky sack, and a trampoline. The oh, new oh, latest. Sport. Oh, like the thing at the winter carnival.
3: Yeah, but that's not happening for middle-agers. We can't Oh,
1: my gosh. Are you kidding me? We're going to get vertical.
0: Okay, so, you know, we always have had great restaurants, and Mm. a lot of James Beard people have won awards, and that's like the Academy Awards of Food. It is. And um, I know that there's a push right now to bring back five-star restaurant dining, by Nick Nelson, yep. and, you know, and there's, you know, people want to bring in, what is that called? A Michelin? A Michelin star. Yeah. Yes. We're Restaur- bringing back
3: the more higher end experience is what people are missing in their restaurant lives in the Twin Cities. So we're starting to see some of those types of restaurants come so back. who
1: were the James Beard nominated restaurants this year out of the so Twin Cities? So the, there's a big, huge list.
3: Okay. And we have a lot of folks on the list. I think we had eight people. And then they will winnow down the list, and Mm -hmm. those will actually be the final nominees. But Danny Del Prado for Porzana, which he also has uh, Martina and Colita. Uh, Best New Restaurant is Oro by Nixta, Gustav Romero's Place.
0: Okay, just stop. Okay, you've just said a lot of foreign languages in that There case. is
3: a lot of uh, <laughs> that international that foods. But
0: let's go one? back to Porzana. Porzana is the
3: old, uh, um, why is it drawing a total blank for me, the Dayton's building.
0: Oh, Oh, the Oak Row? No, something? no, oh. no. It is
3: downtown. It is in the North Loop. It was the super famous Danish restaurant that the Dayton boys owned. Aquaviter.
0: What was the name of that? that, Nope. Bachelor Farmer. Bachelor Farmer.
3: Thank you. It's in that building. Yes. Okay. And it also has a bar underneath. And it is a Argentinian steakhouse is the way that they bill it. it. I think there's 35 steaks on the menu. Wow. Um, Thank
1: you for that clarification. That we needed. Super
3: delicious fish, surprisingly. Very delicious sides. Really sexy bar in the middle of it. Um, the steaks are great. I, I'm kind of surprised that he was nominated for this particular restaurant only because it just opened. Okay,
0: That's but he really
3: hit the ground running with it and mm. certainly has earned his chops with Martina, Colita. He is Sanyu um, San, Yusan. he's doing some really amazing food. And I think it's important that he's recognized. Okay, now let's go to the next one. Oro. By Nixta. That is in northeast Minneapolis. Gustavo Romero and his wife opened they started during the pandemic making heirloom tortillas.
0: Okay. That they
3: nixtamalized the corn, which is kind of a traditional way that you Mm -hmm. would make tortillas that that we've gotten away from. And now they've been selling these tortillas and all the co-ops and they're delicious. They have like pink ones and blue ones and they're just so delicious and really corny forward mm-hmm. and tasty. And then they opened this restaurant that is more full circle expression of real life Mexican cooking. Okay. Not so much just bowls and burritos yeah. and all the stuff. And it's really delicious, and they do a great Where job in there. This? It's fun. Northeast. In Northeast.
0: Northeast. In Northeast.
3: northeast. Um, also, I want to mark you. Do you know about him and the patisserie? I waited in line for those. You crissons. did, Lori. I did,
1: I did, and they were so Heavy.
3: And And just delicious. Real French style patisserie. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw on Instagram, his wife is his business partner. They moved from Frogtown into the Selby Dale neighborhood. They've opened a little bit bigger place. She was crying. Like she was so excited. So excited for him, for for the the business. Just, it was really sweet to see her. And then also something kind of unusual, Meteor Bar. Do you remember the old, what is it, Stand Up Franks? Was that what it was called? It has been transformed into Meteor Bar, which is sort of like this bar for people that love bars. It's a dive bar, but they have higher end cocktails that aren't higher end in price. Rob Jones was one of the bartenders. I used to call him my bartender boyfriend. And he was at all these places doing all this great work and he finally bought his own bar. Mm-hmm. And that Meteor bar is such a great place to hang out and have a drink. Oh. It just feels good in there. It's low-key. I used to
1: love stand-up frames. Yeah, yeah Kurt I- and I,
3: a lot of times, we'll hit up Meteor before we go out to dinner. Yeah. Like, it'll be the place where we have one or have we'll drink. get it yeah. on the way home, maybe. Yeah, okay. It's just a super fun spot. And for him to be nominated for this kind of divy bar yeah, is really a cool thing.
1: Yeah. That's cool.
3: Um... Let's see what else. Anna Med for Kaluna. She's um, in Laos right now learning more techniques. I've been watching her Instagram. She's a great follow. Uh, she also has Gainoi in Loring Park. I which just ate there. It's last great.
1: Week. It was so delicious. It's I love doing? The vibe, everything. And I saw it in the summer, but I didn't eat there. What a. That's a gorgeous space.
3: It's gorgeous. The patio is really beautiful. I like what she's doing. And also, Ann Kim's doing this at Kim's where it's no reservations. Yeah. I am an impulsive eater. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. same. Like, I same, am. I agree. If I have a reservation a week in, like some of these places, it's six weeks in advance. And then it comes time to the day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think that that's going to be something we're going to see more of. Because a lot of these restaurants that are, you know, full with reservations, 50% no-show. Well, that's what I was
0: going to say. And and really, can you really tell someone on Monday when they want to make plans what you want to do Friday night? I have no clue.
3: Well, and I'll be honest, with COVID still, people are still getting sick. So I would rather you like not go to your reservation if you're not feeling good, but make sure that you cancel. A lot of these people are stuck with half of a restaurant full. Yeah, that's not good. I think that we're going to see just more walk-in spots. Christina, win for Hi Hi. I don't know if you've been there. They've got a new happy hour that's delicious.
1: Where's Hi Hi?
3: It is in Northeast as well, Mm -hmm. over by um, Jack's Cafe, kind of over over in that neighborhood. And they, uh, Janine Holig is a friend of ours, and she's a chef. She's joined the group, and she was the one who did a lot of the cool foods at the Minnesota State Fair at the Hot Indian Booth. Yes. Okay. So she's got a really cool street food kind of vibe. Yeah, didn't oh, you know fear. It good. was like
1: how Japanese, because they always say, hey, hey. Oh. That's like how they say, uh huh. Uh-huh. They go, hi, 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 hi. No, okay. so not exactly. It is not. But, but okay. the food looks delicious. It is
3: super delicious. Yeah. And it that is looks good, you like um, the food there? fun. And the street food vibe is fun. Everything you get there is kind of unexpected. And they have great drinks too. But honestly, and I'm just, I'm totally biased mm, yeah. on who okay. should win this award. Okay. I shouldn't probably say this out loud, but I'm going to. Karen Tomlinson from Muriel in St. Paul.
1: Oh Buy it, it Where is it? It is at right on, on Cleveland, Cleveland Avenue.
0: And what?
3: Uh right next to the barbershop. shop. Yes, thank well, you. Well, then Randolph, basically. Oh, or Kitty Corner from Lucian Cora. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. It is one of my favorite restaurants. Oh my god. It is they have a multi-course menu. You can sit at the bar too. They're like she brings out this chicken. And she's like, this is Uncle John's Farms Chicken. Like, she knows every single ingredient in there. She's met the farmer. She can show you pictures on her phone of where they got the eggs. She's super unassuming. It's like you're in her dining room. Wow. You feel like you are a guest in her home. It is a good special occasion spot. Mm-hmm. It is a little elevated, but it's not stuffy. Alec- so- it's
0: Wednesday to Saturday. They're only open five to nine. It's so good.
1: Yeah.
3: It is so good. And I go to dinner a lot with this couple of friends of mine. And we always are like, did it meet the Muriel standard? Yeah. She won the Koshan uh for pork five 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 when she was a chef at the corner table. This is her place. It feels like her living room. She's warm. She's inviting. It's amazing. I
1: gotta go. Oh yeah. go. gosh, it's right
0: there. Just and if, if you want to drive,
3: car. like okay, because we're coming. At, like it's spring's coming, right? So is it that, is coming. <laughs> is we're in spring energy? today. It feels yeah. like spring. Lisa Carlson and Carrie Summer of Sheshack is in Bay City which is not that far. It's right over the river. Mm -hmm. Their place, they've been kicking it over there and doing such a great job. They have the food truck over at the Midtown farmer's market that does the Mm -hmm. super delicious little mini donuts. I'm glad they got recognized too. They have been quietly doing amazing food and what they do for a long time.
1: So yeah, it's super fun. Will you be going over all this like James Brew in more depth with Stephanie? Oh yes. I just saw her
3: today. Is she feeling
0: better?
1: She is feeling better. Yes.
3: We ran into each other. We were at a hoagie pop-up at surly brewing Uh and had a very delicious i had a delicious pizza hoagie and you know what else a non-alcoholic surly beer that was fantastic Oh, yum. Yeah, the non-alcoholic beers,
1: if that's they, your they've jam. Come a way. They've oh come my a long way. I think the hairless dog I, guys dog. made everyone step up. Those clean. are good, the Soul Asylum guys. We yeah. love that.
3: You guys, if you're dry January too, I still have tickets available. For January 31st, I'm doing a dry January dinner at the Lexington Oh, fun. with dry wit. So the whole pairings, there's pairings with four courses and they're all non-alcoholic. Yeah, You can get reservations for that at the Open Table Lexington page. And then we we're coming back February 6th and doing one with Crooked Water Spirits. My friend Heather Manley. She owns a whole like distilling company that's women owned. Wow. They make all of the old fashions that you get on the Sun Country Plains. Oh yeah. They're yeah. called the Manleys. Yes. Yeah. Those Love are hers. Her. So we're gonna do a dinner with her too. Just fun stuff coming up.
0: Well, fun, fun stuff. Okay, so when we come back, we've got some some pop culture stuff we want to go over with you. Can you stay for oh, yeah, a couple please. minutes? Because it's a big one. Um, this is Lori and Julia Mitak. That's Steph Hansen, Hansen with us. Uh, weekly Dishes Tomato from 9 to 11. Do you guys have any special guests? or It's Steph's back. I know it's the two yeah, of you. Yeah,
3: we'll talk about the James Beard Awards.
0: All right, we will be right back. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Carol King, the musical. Beautiful, the Carol King musical, which is going to be at the chan Dinner Theater. We're getting so excited Up about on the main it. stage. On the main stage, starting March 1st. And it's the story of Carole King going from a young woman songwriter, writing all these hits for all these other people, the Shirelles, the Monkees, um, and hundreds of songs written for other people, and then finding her own voice when we, we thought she just started with Tapestry. There's this yeah. whole
1: other life. Yeah, singing. she goes from teen songwriter to music legend. And this joy-filled... Uh, show celebrates so many of her top Grammy-winning hits. You'll know all the songs. It feels very feels like Jersey Boys to me. The way the whole story is told with a great book and and uh, all the music that you recognize. You're gonna love love and love it. S- uh, Sable is Carol King from yes. Broadway. can dot
0: com for more info. Welcome back, everybody. Um, It's Lori. It's Julia. It's um, Ellie at the board, and it's Ellie's mom in the studio with us, Steph Hansen. Hi, Ellie. So here is the thing. This came out a while ago, and Lori and I have interesting conversations over several things, and this is one of them. Mm -hmm. And it's the start time of a Madonna concert.
1: Not it, just Madonna.
0: Beyonce did this this summer yes. too. Madonna does it consistently. We don't know about Beyonce's
1: thing yeah. if she does it outside of the Twin Cities. Yeah, she she yeah yeah. No no self respecting person okay. comes out at the time advertised well, on the ticket. That's not true. Okay, so okay, so okay. here's the deal. They that's, advertise
0: eight. Yeah. Okay, so
1: she is basically starting
0: her concerts two hours late. Two hours late, and what ended up happening is two women. Who got out of the concert after one o'clock? Were trying to get back home to Brooklyn from when they saw the concert in New York.
1: There they were, no, were in Brooklyn. Yeah, they, they couldn't get home. There were no trains. There was and that's none of that okay. is true. Which is why I hate that they put that in their lawsuit that they couldn't get home because the station that's right at Barclays Center has like twenty-four lines running, you know, twenty-four seven.
0: Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm <laughs> just going to. I'm going to go back. A, a concert that starts two hours late. So, for example, she's coming here, um, February thirteenth. Well, she's not coming
1: out till 10, 10, 15. Okay. Are you taking a nap after your well, show and then well, going? I just, I, I just you. don't
0: even know. I just think, okay. So, all these people who have babysitters, all these people who oh, want to be no, but Lori, I know. Don't clutch your pearls. Even Howard, you're Stern. clutching your pearls. Even Howard, I'm going to clutch my pearls okay, with Howard you. Howard Stern took her to task last week, and he likes her, you know. And he goes, I don't understand it. I think Madonna's great. What she's done is great, it's, but there's certain respect you give your audience. Yes, it's the same thing when you go to a doctor, and if they keep you waiting forever, what what the hell? Madonna should issue apology to these people who are suing her. I'm sorry, Malade. I'm, I'm going to try better. But he basically says people in the music is disrespectful. Hundred People in the music industry live in a bubble and therefore basically their own boss. But. Do all these other bands not show up on time? Taylor Swift, who makes over a billion
1: dollars, she starts what, on what time. Is, what is your point, girls? Are no, you no, on look, the team? No, no. Are you on the team? You know the, where we are. Uh, but are you on the side of the that two concert goers should I actually am on the be side able of, to sue somebody for starting late? I mean, but here this was her response. So let me words. tell you
0: with the whole can of worms. So Madonna, these people sued her, and Madonna and her team, Live Nation's response was. The show opened in North America at Berkeley's um, Berkeley Barclays. Berkeley Center as planned, with the exception of a technical issue December thirteenth during a sound check mm-hmm. that this case caused a delay that was well documented in press reports at the time. We intend to defend this case vigorously. There's no documentation of bad sound check. No, but, no, there there is for that day, but
1: that is a weak argument on. I'm, I'm because stuck. she's always late.
3: Yes. So it's, why are on uh, both of your points? But, I but heard. Here's what yeah. I'm saying: both is, there
1: are legal arguments you, are so weak. I feel like there's nothing to this case. I'm not sure we have like a, an ability
3: to muck up the courts with these kind of cases. I yeah. agree. I don't. The However,
1: case, it is it's the pr- principle. But it's just this. It was this one concert. She's normally. Two hours, hurt, late, it, two hours late. Two hours late. We've rude. always known that. I think that. it's rude. Okay, don't go to her show. But just, why, That's your choice. Why? why I, I mean,
0: understand that you. I I have a hard time with this. Lori's just okay, like well, then No, don't show it, up. the
1: same thing happened with Beyonce. On the tickets, it said seven thirty. She came out at nine fifteen. I still think it's you rude. should
3: have some respect for the people oh, that are following kidding. you why do you have to be like all rock and roll and be two and a half hours late it's disrespectful
1: to your audience listen are you going to yell at the rolling stones for this they're not i don't know why you're defending it though what's your point of view that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's madonna bitch well, see, I but think that's not enough. Yeah, oh, I, then don't go. That's no, the but, other alternative. But, but Lori, you have the choice. But what but if Lori, you buy your ticket? and you, you want a babysitter? Go? What if there's all these then other you things? Can't go. You have to know that Madonna will be late, and you. Then gotta, then why don't they just say it starts at ten? Yeah, that's i don't know You've got to ask Live Nation that. See, that's, that's who's that's, the concert promoter. No, it,
3: Live Nation is not the one who's preventing her from going. No, on. but
1: that's who prints the ticket. And that's who, and it says Live Nation presents Madonna. I think she should just say, "I'm not going to come out till that's th- 10. That's i I'll tell you that for her right now, Julia. She's not coming out till ten at the Excel on Tuesday. But this February would be a solvable thing.
3: It's a very easy thing to just say. You know what? Oh, this show starts at ten. Tina, Karen's over here. Why can't we just be respectful to the audience? Why does it have to make us a Karen?
1: It just it, because it does. You sound so ridiculous. No, you sound about ridiculous. About it. You defending sound, it. I know. I, I don't because she's always done this. Prints but would you don't late. always
3: do the wrong thing, and she's then assume it's the three wrong three thing. Three hours
1: late. That Barclays on that night, oh, she was three fair, hours late. I would Normally be fair, she's, yes. she's like two. I get. And like, you complained about this when she was here at the Excel in 2016. I get the like rock and roll lifestyle thing yeah. to
3: it to a degree. Two hours is egregious. People have lives. People Coachella, have Coachella,
1: this happens every year. There'll be a headliner. Well, who no comes one's on buying late. tickets to Coachella. And Coachella,
3: I can see because each of those acts, it gets progressively later as the yeah. night goes on. Yeah. So at least you're getting that whole experience and music.
1: Okay, here's the bottom line: a ticket holders are not going to be able to sue about concert. It isn't suing even. It's but just it's, the principle. It, but it's. It's I don't ridiculous. want our court systems
3: mucked yeah. up with these okay. kind of cases, but I also have... want her to either start on time or She's change her start to time to ten. She's not going to. Okay, I can still want it. Yeah, I you
1: agree can with want that. it and it's not going to happen.
3: We're clutching our pearls. You you're really gonna, are. and you who really wants are. to stay up till midnight to act? Right now. now you're <laughs> Karen. <laughs> now this is the truth. This this is that's a really getting down to it. Ellie,
0: just get what the people are saying, and we'll talk about it later because our phones are ringing. People have opinions about this, Julia. It's one
1: side or the other. There's but you're only, the only one on
0: the other side. Well, it doesn't
1: matter. I don't it does there are people who agree with me and think that you two are being ridiculous just like there are people who agree with you and think I'm being ridiculous. Well, that's a truth. It's a one or the other thing. There's no right or wrong
3: the answer. right thing would be
1: to bill it as advertised. Uh, but it's it's Madonna. We're I can't change I everything sh- for you guys because you can't handle Madonna just being Madonna. Oh, Lori. And I feel oh, like this is happened with Prince, and no one ever got their undies in a bundle. Oh, I don't think it's a sexist comment. No, but I'm just saying, you never got, no one ever was like, oh, oh I got, got a- my
3: undies in a bundle. About Prince? Sure. Yeah. All right. Anytime well. you go to a concert, like two hours? That's a long time. I went to you 2 <sighs> and they started 20 minutes late, and I Did was annoyed. They? Yeah. yeah, at the Sphere. But it was, I mean, they at least had a DJ, so it wasn't like you were just sitting in your seat. And Madonna
0: people, but, yeah, it, it, but again, it's...
3: Music. The hype people. Yeah. thats How about that job? You have to do it for two hours knowing well, no one cares about Bob you. Bob
1: the Drag Queen is Madonna's opening act. Oh, well, that's so fun. We've
3: completely you know.
0: gotten nowhere on this conversation, but
1: I... No,
3: but we all agree what our positions are, and we're firmly entrenched
1: in them, and mm-hmm. that's okay, too. Yeah, there's no right or wrong answer mm. to it, but, I mean, really, if you are going to have a hard time staying up... Or finding a babysitter, or getting home, Madonna is not the concert for you to spend your money on. No, go see. But
3: also, Pink. don't be so rude.
1: Yeah, well, rude, then it is. rude, rude, rude schmood. Well, we'll see where madge, this gets us. Madge, we'll, we'll, madge. We'll see where we go. your right, boy George. About that was it. fun. All right, oh, we'll be boy right George. back. <laughs>